Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Fantastic Escapades. I'm Krista, and I am with the lovely Miss Melody. Love you. Love you, too. So, Miss Melody, how's your day been so far? Not too bad today. I went to work this morning for my other job and uh, did a half day today. So now I'm home and um, working on multiple tasks, as we always do, the two of us. We've always got different irons in the fire. So, um, but as always, there is now a glass of wine or champagne in my hand to decompress a little bit and enjoy and think about what's for dinner or what we've amazing meals we've had in the past that we're going to share with you today. Absolutely. And uh, some of our excellent escapades and adventures. So I went to Costco today because I had to do a couple, get a couple things and um, Costco here in Canada, I don't know about anywhere else in the world, but um, they used to carry this product that was individual packages um like a three pack but now it seems to be a six pack of one pound of ground veal one pound of ground veal okay so it's three one pound packs so it, oh okay okay it's six one pound so six pounds of ground veal for 30 bucks which i thought is a smoking deal right five, five bucks yeah five and bucks that's a pound right yeah five bucks canadian right that's not bad I know. So I used to buy these and they haven't had them for a while and I'd stick them in the freezer and I'd use them for whatever. But one thing I made them for is if I was going to have a hamburger, I'd do ground veal instead of ground beef. Oh my God. It's so good. Really? Yes. Like amazing. If you can find ground veal, it is just lovely for making burgers, but I put it in the free in the fridge, one of the packs. So Mm -hmm. tonight for dinner, I think I'm going to make um, just like a sort of, a la minute tomato sauce with ground bee ground veal meatballs with fresh parm and i bet it'll be wonderful nice right sounds delicious you're making me hungry i know right so i'm going to ask you if you remember an incident mm-hmm. that happened with you and i when we're in a market in cone and we oh. want some cheese is this right after yellow bum, yellow bum squishy pants? Squishy, yellow bum squishy pants, exactly. We have a picture <laughs> of yellow bum squishy pants. Now, we're not entirely judgmental, but there was this woman who had on, I don't, what would you call them, Melody? Harem pants? H- hammer pants? Hammer pants? So like hammer pants? Yellow hammer pants. But when she walked, the yellow hammer pants went kind of up her bum a bit. So we named her Yellow Pants Squishy Bum because right. her squishy bum was, eat, was eating her pants. Yeah. And, and yeah. I may or may not have inadvertently taken a picture of it. But yes, it was that day, if you recall. Yes, it was. And you were telling me about this amazing cheese and how, you know, the the it's so fresh and the fresh goat cheese guy comes by and we have to get some of that and you wait in line. And the next, you know, I'm going to digress for a second. The next time we go, it's like pouring rain, but this time it wasn't, it was lovely and a little chilly, albeit. And we bought some new scarves. Remember we had our new matching scarves or, or, you know, fabulous with our outfits. We looked very Parisian. As Um, happens with Melody, she found a scarf that was, I 
identically matched to the shirt she had on. Oh, well, anyhow. So we go to this cheese guy and we go to order the cheese and we're looking at all the cheese and he goes, oh yeah, I have a taste. This one's very nice. This one is very spicy. This one has truffles. Oh, très bien, très bien. Je vais manger. Mm, magnifique. Okay. Would you like to buy some cheese? Oh, yes, we'd like to buy some cheese. How much cheese would you like? Oh, I don't know. Like a, a piece like this of that cheese. cheese. We had the, the Brebi au piment, which is sheep's milk cheese with spicy peppers. In. Yes. My favorite. A morceau de brebis. A little piece of brebis. Well, you know, it wasn't a little piece. It looked like a piece that you would put out on a charcuterie board for a party of hen, maybe. Right? I mean, it was a a reasonably good sized piece of cheese. But it was not a lifetime of cheese. As in, no piece of cheese is not a lifetime of cheese. Damn mold. But, um, so then, <laughs> go ahead, tell. So the guy says he cuts us off a piece house, says, Oh, yeah, lovely. And I had warned Melody that this is, you know, this cheese is really good, but it's always my most expensive cheese because I buy it and I ask for a little piece and it ends up costing 10 euros. And I'm like, oh, it's 10 euros, you know, for me, that's a, that's a lot of uh, cheese. So the guy cuts it off and he hands us to it, hands it to us. And Melody speaks amazing French and I get by. And so he goes, soixante-treize. And we both, we're both quiet and we look at each other. And I said, did he say 73? And you went, yep. No. It's like 73 euros for a piece of cheese? Yep. And then the nice little cheese guy goes, I take credit cards. (laughs) (laughs) I take credit cards. I bet you do. For 70 freaking $5 worth of cheese. Oh my gosh! Oh my Almost God. died, and I mean, I mean he'd already he'd already cut it, and it was right? delicious cheese. Stephen bought that for us. He did because we love Stephen. We're not going to tell him about that cheese ever. No, <laughs> never um, ever going to tell him about that cheese. But but the best part was all day long because of course we went to the market. This was at what ten ten o'clock in the morning. Yeah. It was one of our sure. early mornings, right? We were up and out and about and doing shit. And um, so then from there, we went on to several wineries. Just mm-hmm. had a little sip of wine, spit it in the spittoon. Mm-hmm. Said no one ever. Um, but every time we went, it's like, Melody, we got to lock the car. The cheese is in there. <laughs> For God's sake, somebody might have stolen that cheese. <laughs> $75 cheese. Right? Like, how many people have had $75 cheese? I I, I can't even imagine. I, I, I just don't know. Do you think that, that nice cheese guy at the market goes, I see these ones coming there, stupid American pig, or whatever, right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It feels like he might have seen us coming, but... Maybe. Mon Dieu. I mean, let's be honest. The cheese was delicious. It was fabulous. And I seem to recall I brought a little chunk of that home because there was no way we were surrendering that to the garbage. No. God, no. 
But our well, problem is, Melody, is that when we go to France, we have all these grand ideas of what we're going to eat, and we don't eat any of it. We we scaled back last time. We did. We scaled back last time. We were fabulous last time. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, we planned lunch, dinner, lunch, dinner, lunch, dinner, lunch, dinner, lunch, dinner, every day, and never really got to lunch. We, we Right? Because lunch yeah. was usually out. We were out traipsing through the countryside, stopping at little wineries and pubs and we had a lot of road picnics. We had a lot of um, grains and fruit for lunch, like barley and hops and grapes. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what was this recipe? It was. Um, Oh, yeah. Steak roll and deli. I don't know if you've heard of that. It's called steak roll and deli. And so what it is, it's like a beef strip loin or tenderloin that's encased in salt. Right. And baked. And then you crack the salt off. Yeah. Then you crack it off. It's not my recipe. It's from other people. Then you flip it over and you encase it salt again and you bake it some more. Then you crack the salt off. Meanwhile, on your stove, you have six pounds of butter simmering. Pounds? Pounds. Mother Fletcher. Okay. Okay. So the, this butter simmering. Now you pull out your strip loin or tenderloin that you've baked in salt. It is medium rare and beautiful. Mm-hmm. You take it in big chunks. You cut up into big chunks and you drop it in the butter. And then take it out, each chunk. Now it's been soaked and simmered in butter a little bit. Now you've got the froth on the top of the butter. Yeah. From which you take your freshly sliced Italian bread and touch the top of the froth of Mm -hmm. butter. So now you have this froth-coated fresh Italian bread and then you take your knife and you cross grain slice your meat on top and place it on the bread and you eat it. I'm having a heart attack just hearing about this. And this was supposedly designed by this cardiologist. It was um, uh, it was shown in like Men's Health magazine or something like this years ago. And then and I said, well, what do you serve with that? Like what fruit or vegetable? The only fruit you serve with that is grapes, red wine. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It is so good. So decadent, such uh, like sex in your mouth and a heart attack on a plate. So I'll tell you a funny story about little JJ, who's not little anymore. Right. So, Mm -hmm. you know, my, my orange sauce that I make with duck. Yes, I know it very well. Thank you. JJ Love loves it. the orange sauce. And he said, Oh, that's Mom, right. The last time we were there, we made the duck. Yeah. They loved it you, so you, much. You made right? the duck. I just sous chef. Yeah. That's all right. No, no, we're, we're all in this together. Moral support counts as sous chefery. So, um, <laughs> so JJ says to me, Mom, do you think that, that, um, sauce would work on pork tenderloin? And I'm like, Yeah. Absolutely. It would be great on pork tenderloin. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to make it send me all the directions. I send him the directions. This is like two days ago. How to cook the pork tenderloin, how to make the orange sauce. Perfect. 
Today, I'm at Costco, and he messages me. Yeah. I'll tell you what he said. Oh, my God, it was so funny. I cracked up. So he says to me, he said, Mother, I have a pork thing from Costco. It's a big motherfucker. Do I cook it the same heat for the same time? So either he bought a pork loin. Dad has bought the whole pork loin roast. Not tenderloin. <laughs> so I said, oh, JJ. I said, no. do, you, do you mean it's a great big, huge, long pork loin that's probably about two feet long and the size of your fist in diameter? Yeah, that sounds about right. Oh, my God. Not no, even will, remotely. No, it will take a little different time to Anyways, cut that into well, pork chops. Oh I said, God. cut it in half, cook half. I said, how many you're serving? I said, cut it in half and cook the, and freeze the other half. So I thought that was funny. It's a big motherfucking thing. I'm like, oh, well, JJ, that's a pork loin, not a pork tenderloin. Anyways, so, but you know what? He's 17 years old and he's excited about making this dinner for his dad and his girlfriend and her little trolls. And it will be amazing because for some bizarre reason, my kids are great in the kitchen. Uh, I wonder why. I don't know. Osmo- it's osmosis, you know, but it's mm-hmm. funny because people have always said, well, you know, you get stuff from osmosis. People would always say, you know, you would inherit your mom's design and style by osmosis just from being around here. I didn't get any of that. So Jesus, it is what it is, but anyways so yes we enjoyed our cheese it was really good we put it on one or two charcuterie boards and i believe we grated it on top of a couple pastas too didn't we i i believe we did yes yeah because we were not wasting that 75 dollar cheese yeah no there was just no need for that it was so funny and i mean I warned you that it was like 10 or 12 euros normally when I buy a piece. And I found that to be expensive. 75 was like not really in my wheelhouse as a price you pay for a piece of cheese. I think he just, he, he just pegged us. I think he did There's too. no way. And, and we just went, oh shit. Okay. I guess we have to pay for it. Like, like idiots. Because right? I feel like it was maybe 40 bucks a kilo. But that would mean we almost had two kilos and we didn't even have one kilo. So I think I think we bent over and took it from him in a different way than we're used to. I'm going to go with you on that one. But we did learn Less about it. Lesson learned. Yeah, exactly. Right. Now. And it makes sense. I should have I should have figured this one out with the cheese years ago. Excuse me. But now when we go to the cheesery. We look at it and say, we would like 100 grams of this. That's right. right. There's none of this. Give grams. Us a piece. Give us a piece at your discretion and we'll just, you know, be excited about whatever it is you give us. Because 75 bucks, there's no need for that. Oh my God. I keep and, trying to forget about that cheese. I know. <laughs> and then, but then remember after we went, because I remember specifically parking in the, um, we were in a little Fiat 500, weren't we? Our little yes. piece of shit car. All the gerbils going, trying to get going fast. But I remember we pulled into the um, Chateau de Tracy. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. went in for a wine tasting. And there was this group of Polish people 
Oh my God. Yeah. Remember they were in their bus and oh my God, they took so long. And it's like, Mm -hmm. and the, the nice wine guy Mm -hmm. was, you could tell he sort of wanted to come and pay attention to us, but he had this sort of demanding group of Polish people. So the worst part was we had to sit there dry as a bone. I know. But uh, we bought some Tracy because I remember we well, bought the first time Tracy. we bought the box, but this time we bought some nice Tracy. We did, but that time I think mm-hmm. we bought the glasses. Remember with the big T on them? They're yeah, so yeah, no. I think I have some here. Oh, do you? Yeah, There's yeah. at least two in uh, in France. But yeah, 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 and then this last time we bought them and the friggin' cork keychain that was problematic. Well, I mean, you know, I don't think it was actually made to last. Let's be honest. But if you can sell <laughs> us a cork, which is probably from your garbage for five bucks, make some effort to make it valid, right? Oh well, well. I guess. You know what it is? It's yeah. stupid it's stupid touristy people. We'll pay for anything apparently. Yeah, seventy five dollar cheese in it. Right? <laughs> yes. Are your bubbles getting empty, my dear? My bubbles are I getting hear, empty, my dear. I hear clink clink of Cordonui. Yeah, so oh gosh. So what yeah. To do, and- what to do? I told you I've got a couple uh, wineries lined up to go and visit in Chile. Yep. Chile is our next adventure. Santiago and where? And San Pedro de la Paz. San Pedro de la Paz. Yeah, right. And it's on a beach. We'll go visit a beach. We'll have a... uh, a It's not going to be warm, though, is it? Well, it's going to be a high of 19-ish. Santiago so in November. Yeah, it's not. Um, oh yeah, we're not going to the beach. <laughs> we're not going to beach to the layout, but we're absolutely going to the beach with a bottle of wine and dip our toes in the water and say that we have been. I've never been to the Pacific Ocean before. I mean, I know you have. I tend yes. to do Atlantic, North Sea, you know, Mediterranean, all that stuff, but I've never been to the Pacific, so I'm kind of excited. This is going to be kind of a big deal. It is a big deal. I have never been way down there. I've never been to South America before. Well, you know, I've only been to where have I been? Colombia. I thought you were in Argentina. I've never been to Argentina. You were somewhere. Where did Nick live for a while? Panama. Other than Panama. Yeah, I know. Panama. Oh, okay. I'm uh, I maybe misunderstood that. I'm for some reason, I heard Argentina, but no, um, that's that's on that's on the list. And the but, list, it's on the list. Stop. <laughs> this is a mature, respectful podcast. There is nothing no. mature and respectful about our podcast, Wonder Woman. Um, so, yeah, I think Chile is going to be amazing. Um, I've been sort of researching and Santiago by all accounts. Did you read that article I sent you 36 hours in Santiago? I believe I did. Santiago looks like a pretty cool and happening city. And the food looks really good. And, and I booked us for a wine tasting, but 
from what I can tell, wherever you are in Santiago, you can see the mountains because Chile is this long, skinny country, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think that'll be kind of cool to explore that. And Riley's excited because every recipe or not recipe, every menu I look at, the dishes all have avocados in them. And she loves her avocados. Oh, me too. Yeah. So, but, you know, nothing compares to the avocados that you get in like Mexico or someplace like that with their fresh, right? So I have to assume Chile would be the same thing. Mm-hmm. So our, our avocados have been around the block and back. <laughs> and we well, had, I been... mean, it is modern. Uh, I mean, flight gets you stuff way faster than it ever used to. For sure. But it's not quite the same as fresh. When we were in Mexico, Billy and I, we went to Margaritaville because you know me and Jimmy Buffett. And Oh, um, you must be devastated. Oh, I'm heartbroken. Like it's, it's, yeah. I'm heartbroken at the loss of Jimmy Buffett, but yeah. um, we went to Margaritaville and honest to God, Melody, it was like the most amazing evening. Cause we're in Cozumel. We're sitting on at Margaritaville, which is on the um, uh, cruise ship here. Right. Yeah. But due to some sort of weather or delay, the cruise ship was delayed getting in. So the cruise ship was not in yet. And we're okay. on margaritaville which is right on the pier looking out over the ocean it's sunset and it's like billy and i and three other people in the whole restaurant it was crazy and it was a warm night i had that um um trina turk dress of yours. oh yeah 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 i was looking fabulous if i do say so myself and so we're watching the the sunset and then this, we ordered guacamole because we just wanted to munch it. Oh my God, it was not cheap at Margaritaville. But, um, so we ordered, well, we ordered guacamole and this little dude comes over with this trolley. Yeah. And makes us this fresh guacamole fresh. order. Oh, yeah, yeah. We, we can get, there's a place here. We could probably take you when you're here that they do that at table side. Yeah. It was table side. It was so cool. But I mean, yeah. the, the, avocados were perfect i've never seen you know they're half rotten here on a good day and the guacamole was amazing the color of the avocados was just gorgeous and it can't be compared to what you get here which is great not bad not horrible but um like i bought i bought a bag of avocados from costco the other day and they weren't ripe and i messaged riley and i said riley i bought a bag of avocados you're going to have to keep your phone close because when they're ripened i'm going to have to call you you're going to have to come get some because we can't eat them all in like 10 minutes she said okay i've got my phone on standby right sure. that's the way avocados are anyway so it was the most amazing nice night with this fresh guacamole and then very mm-hmm. exciting the shot girl came by. Tequila. No, it wasn't tequila. She had jello shots. Mezcal? No, watermelon. It looked like a watermelon because it had the watermelon rind, but they'd put jello with booze in it in the middle. Oh, yeah. So they sliced off pieces and gave you like a piece of watermelon. Instead of being watermelon, it was a rind with red jello in a triangle shape. Full of booze. Oh, good Lord. Right? And I'm like, how much are these? And she said, three bucks. And I'm like, load us up. So, so 
bunch of those. We couldn't eat them all. So we took some back to the hotel, but they're melting as we walk. Anyway, so it was really fun. I was going to say that doesn't sound good. No, it was not. They didn't They didn't travel well, but they tasted delightful. Funny about that with jello shots. Right? In, in Mexico where it's a little bit warm. Ugh. Oh, dear. So anyways, but yeah, it was good. It was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And the avocados were were totally different from anything I've ever seen before because they were fresh and well, amazing. I mean, they do have the two different types of avocados, right? They get the Haas and then what's the other one? Um, yeah, I know what you mean, the Haas and the whatever. But I got to show you a picture, Melody. And for all of you wonderful listeners that have probably never hear, heard about this, How about this? This is the weirdest friggin' thing I have ever seen. Wait, wait, wait. Wait for me, wait for me. I had to refill. Huh? Oh, somebody had a refill. Okay, I'm going to share my screen with you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever heard of long neck avocados? They're bizarre. You're on mute. You're on mute. Where did you find those? Well, Billy showed me a picture the other day. I've never seen them in real life. But how weird are those? They're kind of phallic looking, right? Who needs a cucumber when you've got a long neck avocado? Have you seen a geoduck? Oh! (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. Did you know? Okay, so anybody, it's pronounced gooey duck, by the way. For anybody who has never seen a gooey duck, because it's definitely gooey. For anybody who has never seen a gooey duck, it's like a clam with a great big dong hanging out of it. So, did you know? So, when Will and Kate visited Canada, they presented them with gooey ducks. Oh my God. And this is, this is Will and Kate, the British royals who were next in line for the throne, right? Oh my God. So there's a picture of Will holding this gooey duck that's like this big penis in his hand. And he's like, well, I've never quite seen anything like this before. <laughs> it was so funny. I'm like, really? In all of Canada, this is the best we can do is hand him a schlong. Oh, my dog. Right? Kate and William's awkward moment after being presented with phallic clam. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, the whole clam and phallic is hilarious to begin with. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) I still can't believe they did that. That's ridiculous. Oh, my God. Okay, so I have this friend who worked in um, SOC with me at the airline, which is the operation. SOC stands for? I don't know. I don't remember. I've been drinking. Center of Operational Command or something? No, that's S. S. Strategic (laughs) Operational Command Center. There you go. Right? So that's where I was was in crew scheduling. And Melody was a delightful flight attendant. Oh, I got somebody, somebody sent me something and they were, no, JJ, I'm busy. 
um, they were in a, um, um, I, don't, I can't remember. Somebody messaged me and they said, I'm a retired flight attendant. I'm like, I know somebody like that. Anyways, so do you remember, I probably told you, and I know you would have met him, Don Murray. He was a pilot. I know him, I think, yes. Love Don Murray. He lives in, in Fall River. Um, he yep. was a pilot. And yes. then he went off in disability. And anyways, yeah. so he was a dispatcher. And Don yeah. was about as crusty as anybody could be. It's like, don't talk to Don, avert your eyes don't make eye contact whatever and he was the guy who got the nights with the crazy passengers who you'd have to meet the rcmp with or the big snowstorms that were cancellations everywhere he was the guy who was always working on the shitty shifts right mm-hmm. anyways we were talking he we became friends i'm like chinese water torture i made him friendly and he loved me right i was like his favorite person but he um we were talking one time and I said something about these gooey ducks and these, and he goes, well, he said, did you know that they squirt? Oh, Jesus. And I'm like, pardon? And he said, I had a load of gooey ducks that I was transferring from like point A to point B in BC one time. And he said they were in the cargo hold. And he said, when we got there, we opened up the cargo hold and he said there was just shit dripping everywhere in the cargo hold because these gooey ducks had squirted everywhere in the cargo hold. They are ginormous clams. They, and ginormous penises. So, I mean, you're beautiful. You know you're on camera, right? Just for those of you who are listening, <laughs> Melody's doing the old, let's pull our chin up and our cheeks and let's see how we'd look with a little bit of a duck, right? Because every woman in the world has done this. You know, you just kind of, oh, this would be nice. Yeah. Right? Did I ever tell you about when my mom had a facelift? No. Oh, yeah. She had a facelift. She didn't really tell anybody, but I was in the know because blah, 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 blah. Um, so what they did was they made an incision pretty much across mm-hmm. her head. You're not yeah. that lovely. You Why are, are you pink? I have no idea because I've I've looked into it. My camera does weird things. So okay. all of a sudden my screen goes pink. So they did an incision from ear to ear yeah. on her head and then just went whoop and pulled everything up. No, then her eyebrows are like by her forehead. Well, no, it didn't look like that. But that's what they did, right? They pulled the face and everything like all up through this incision in her scalp. And well, I, I used to say that, you know, if I could just get plastic surgery where they do kind of that procedure, what they do is they start like down by your privates, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they just pull everything up. Lift your boobs, lift your neck, lift your chin, lift your face, and just pull everything up as much as they can. Bring it to the back of your head and tuck it back there. Right? The problem is you probably have like pubic hair by your chin, the back of your head. <laughs> your <laughs> nips would be under, right under your eyes, right? <laughs> God. But well, my mom had this, she had this done and I went to see her and I, I, I know at the time I took a picture without telling her, I don't know where the picture went, but Melody, if I hadn't known it was my mom, I wouldn't have known it was her. 
because right sorry. after the surgery, she had two black eyes and her face oh, was swollen up like an apple doll. Oh, yeah. And so it, when she wanted to look at something, she had to go lift her eyelid and look kind of sketchy at you because her whole face was swollen. It was crazy. Like, why would you do that to your body? And she looked good. She always looked good, right? Yeah, but you say that it's like uh, it's like the women I work with now. I say, you know, I want to lose fifteen pounds, and they go, "Why do you want to lose fifteen pounds? You're a great weight." I said, "No, I'd like to get back down to where I was, you know, twenty years ago." And they're like, "Well, that's crazy." I said, "You know, well, I said each to his own." I said, "You can't tell me." How I feel in my body and what makes me happy. You are happy being 200 or 310 pounds. You can barely walk. Yep. Your knees are shot. Your back is shot. Um, you know, like, it's just, we all have our own goals. Sure, if I was anorexic, that'd be one thing. But I'm not. I'm not remotely in that area. I've got 15 pounds to lose that I would like to lose. And, you know, eating yogurt and granola for breakfast and a salad for lunch instead of Bojangles and Chick-fil-A. Hello. Yeah. Makes a big you know. difference. Yep. Oh. I've, got, I've got 30 pounds I'd like to lose, but I don't see that happening anytime soon. Because you know what? I, I'll be honest with you. I'm fucked off with dieting. I don't <laughs> have to think about what I'm doing and cut back on booze and everything else. I'm not dieting. Like, I'm just not eating garbage. Oh, well, no, you know? no, I know. I'm not comparing myself to you. I'm saying that for me personally, you know, and, and, and you're absolutely right. We have to be comfortable with who we are. And, you know, I said to Riley the other day, she and Foster, her boyfriend went on a 17 mile hike in Maine, right? They're on their way mm-hmm. to, to Greenwich to go to see a concert or whatever. And they went on a 17 mile hike. And I said, Oh, I said, that's amazing. I said, You guys are are great Troopers. the way you always do that stuff. And like she's an athlete, so she trains six hours a day anyway. So she was probably itching to get moving. But I said, And she's said, also how old? 24. Yeah, and exactly. I said, I said, so I said, I gotta start moving. I said, maybe, you know, there's a hiking trail close to me that's only maybe half hour, 45 minutes to do it. But I said, I've got to get doing that because I'm so fat. And she said, mother, you are not fat. She said, you just need to get moving. And she said, it's just a habit. And, you know, it, it's perception. Like, I feel like I'm fat. And I would have thought for sure my kids would jump on the bandwagon and say, you are so fat, mother. Because mother, kids, oh. they're not, they're not, they're not caring and polite like that. But anyways, I thought it was interesting. And it's true. There are, I, I have 30 pounds that I look, would like to, could, should, whatever, lose. 15 for sure would make a huge difference in my life. But compared to a lot of people, I am very fortunate because I am not that big. Right? Oh, my God. Absolutely. And so I think we're hard on ourselves. We're our own worst critics when it comes to shit like that. Right? Yep. Fair. So, I mean, we do what we can do. And... We try to look good for ourselves and for our partners. We talked about this last time. I don't think there's yep. shame in wanting to look decent for your partner. And think, no, and I don't know. It's like I don't know. I just 
it's also about your health. It's not only aesthetic, right? Excess fat and cholesterol clog the arteries. Next thing you know, you have a stroke or a heart attack. Hello. Exactly. It's not good for you. There's nothing to be gained from having the extra weight and the health benefits. I mean, there's no question the health benefits when you lose weight. And I mean, 15, 20 pounds doesn't make a radical difference in your health benefits, but you know, 15, 20 pounds now becomes, you know, 20 or 30 later and then 30 or 40. Next thing you know, you've kind of let everything go and, and you need to lose a lot of weight. Well, I'm already in that. I need to lose some weight. So, I know, same way. It, it, it might not be, you walking. Know. We're yeah, going to go hiking. Work. We'll go hiking in some San Pedro de la Paz. Get out of here. We're drinking wine. <laughs> we can bring wine on our hike, can't we? You know what? I'm carrying a carry-on. I'm not bringing all kinds of different shoes. Okay. Well, we won't. Right? Yeah. I mean, unless there's something we really have to see, then I'll bring, I'll endeavor to bring appropriate shoe wear but i don't think there's anything we have to see i mean when i say a hike i don't mean through the mountains let's not get crazy here we'll go for a walk in a park fine the hill i'm, just, I'm just saying you know my shoes are going to be limited yeah i'm hiking i want hiking shoes okay well bring bring um pretty footwear and bring one pair of sensible shoes not ugly. Uh, i'll definitely wear sensible shoes on the plane well there you go so we're good that's yeah. all we need. Right? That's all we need. I think. Yeah, I think so. So, so yeah. All right. Well, I think we've covered all the topics we needed to cover today. Good Lord. We talked about cheese and wine and travel. I think we, we've got it all going on. And our next escapade. Our next escapade, which is going to be so much fun. And I'm so, I know sad. I can't wait. I'm so sad about the escapade we're missing out on because, well, I know. <clears throat> That's not, he who shall not be named. He who shall in. not be named as my brother. Yes. And I decided yes, to spend my brother, my birthday with my brother, which will be awesome. But spending it with you and Billy in Paris would have been amazing. Amaze balls. Amaze balls. So yes, it would have been. We'll maybe we'll have to do it for. Um, well, well, you're going to be here for New Year's. I, we're going to be there for New Year's. That'll be so much fun. We're having the disco party. Yes, we are. We're going to go to the gas disco. station for some wine tasting. Because who doesn't love a good gas station wine tasting? Hey, they just had one Friday night. Why did they have them every Friday? And last Friday night. No, not every Friday night. No, oh. but they did oh. have one Friday night. I hope they have one while we're there, but they might not. Uh, they'll probably have one. Um, they might have something New Year's, to be honest. Oh, that or, Christmas, or Christmas Eve. Yeah, oh, we won't be there Christmas Eve, but we didn't be no. there New Year's. I guarantee I'll probably be at work Christmas Eve. Yeah, fun. So. But it's not bad. Christmas Eve's not bad. Christmas Day is a bit of a pisser, but you don't have uh, your kids with you anyways, right? So No, and I don't think I'm going to have any either. I think Maris and... Her man are going to Nova Scotia and Duncan's going to be there and Nick's going to be in Montreal. So, you know. Maris and Mikey are going to Nova Scotia for Christmas. So, so someone told me, ah, you never know. Interesting. Well, I don't know. Best to everybody who travels on the holidays, right? 
Brave or stupid, one or the other. All right, ma'am. Right? Yeah. All right. I love you. I love you too. And we will um, wrap up this podcast and we will see everybody on our next exciting episode. I'll try and find some information on a amazing intro track we can use. Okay. And if anybody wants the recipe, we'll post it. Oh, we will absolutely post that recipe. Awesome. All right. We will see everybody next time. Cheers.